You're listening to MHD Off the Record South LA Highlights, where I, Siobhan Taylor, speak with local organizations, small businesses, and individuals doing amazing work in South LA. Here, we uplift and highlight their work while keeping you informed of the resources available in our community. On this episode, we speak with Tracy Mitchell, president of Mothers in Action, a nonprofit organization founded to improve the quality of life of underserved children and families in South Los Angeles. She took on this role following the passing of her mother, Brenda Marsh Mitchell, who was a community leader and the founding president of Mothers in Action. Under Tracy's leadership, Mothers in Action has expanded its programs and services, benefiting thousands of underserved families each year. Today, Mothers in Action is an active group of over 5,000 members and volunteers composed of concerned citizens, businesses, and community agencies who execute established projects such as food distribution, job placement, homeless outreach, back-to-school fairs, and other services that bring much-needed valuable resources to families in need. Enjoy the show. So welcome, Tracy Mitchell. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I am, I want to say, enamored with your organization. I love the work that you do. Thank you. I also love that not only do you do amazing work, I signed up for your email list a while back. I want to say back in February. Yes. I have gotten emails at least (laughs) two, three times a week. Because not only do you do amazing work, you want to make sure folks know there's amazing work being done all the time. Absolutely. And you keep the community informed of resources consistently. So I just have to know. Yes. What drives your passion and what really drives the organization? So before we even get into that, how did Mothers in Action even begin? Mothers in Action uh, came out of the civil unrest in 1992. And mothers in the community came together. They saw there were so many needs, you know, during that time and even now. But um, and they started, you know, with advocacy, advocacy for uh, education, health care. Uh, they saw that our families were hurting and they needed things. So Mothers in Action was formed to bring together resources in the community and to help our community have access to valuable uh, health care, valuable education, valuable information that we need to vote take care of our families and take care of our communities. So it's at the root of it. So what I'm seeing now is pretty much what what it was from the beginning. It was, you know, how do we get resources? How do we get the things that we need to our people? Right, right. So so basically it's a vehicle to, or we like to call ourselves a village. We know it takes a village to raise our children and take care of our communities. So Mothers in Action was formed to mobilize uh, uh, companies and people and resources and money and everything that our community needs to help improve the quality of life for our families and more importantly for our children. So in the beginning, in 1992, yes, what did that advocacy look like? Well, actually, they, we started with what we call rescue units. Oh, uh, because, you know, the city was burning right <laughs> in 92. I, so, I remember a little bit. I don't people right, think right, look right. at me. So, so you we young, used to host town hall meetings with, you know, radio stations. Oh. KJLA is one of our longtime partners and and, um, you know, different elements of the community. Uh, Danny Bakewell, he's actually one of our founding board members as well. And so Mothers in Action also rolls out of the Brotherhood Crusade. The Brotherhood Crusade being the vehicle to help put resources in the community like uh, grants and stuff founding 
um, nonprofit agencies that could become self-sustaining agencies. And Mothers in Action became that agency. Uh, we really became the community service arm of the Brotherhood Crusade. So really and truly, a lot of the programs, our, our signature programs, were actually Brotherhood Crusade programs in the beginning. And while they still partner with us on those programs, Mothers in Action have taken many of those on, like our annual back-to-school health fair, where we uh, use really giving away the school supplies as a carrot to get families together because our community, we tend to neglect our health. And we know that uh, our founding members knew that kids fail because they can't hear, they can't see, they need glasses, you know. So uh, back to school was started to help uh, kids start with a successful school year, getting the health care that they need or the, you know, tools that they need, the the school supplies that some of these families wouldn't otherwise get, you know, so we've been, we're coming up on 25 years for our back to school right now. Wow. Yes. You know what? I love that. And I feel like it takes mothers to really make connections like that. Yes. Yeah. You know, education is important. Of course, we all see that. Right. But I think it takes mothers to really see the right. correlation between right. healthcare access yes. and health services Absolutely. and how it impacts right. your child's education. Right. Absolutely. And with that being said, also, I mean, back to school is so powerful. I mean, last year we were able to give out food boxes to food insecure families. I mean, over the years we've given out uniforms. We've given out underwear because I know my son needs underwear when he goes to school. So any and everything that we can gather for our community, we do that because we know those needs are real. Well, let's let's talk about that even deeper, though. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about those stories. Let's right. talk about the ways that healthcare access, access to things like underwear, right. um, the, the way that poverty right. impacts our children's education. Because I, right. I think, and, and this is coming from somebody who right. lived that life, right? right? right. right. Um, I was raised by a single father. Yes. And, you know, we were very, very poor, when we, right. especially when we first went to go live with him. Right. And, you know, I didn't have clean underwear all the time. Right. And it right. did impact my hygiene. Right. And it did impact the ways right. that, you know, I went throughout my school day. Right. Sometimes I didn't want to go to school. Right. And it, and it made me very depressed. Right. And I wasn't the greatest student right. in right. that environment. Right. right. And I'm, I'm sure you have stories that are similar yes. that yes. you've heard. We, we do. We do. Not only that, uh, we mentor. I mentor young women, young girls between the ages of eight and 14. We started at, uh, with LA Bridges program, like over 20 years ago, you know, uh, we were doing uh, Horseman Middle School, you know, the students there, but through that process and meeting those kids and seeing those needs, I was like, we have to start earlier. This is not early enough, middle school. If we start earlier, I believe that if we can get them earlier while they still might need us, they won't need us as much. And we can start to address a lot of those things that they go through. Self-esteem building. You know, a lot of kids, like you said, your situation through no fault of your own. But those kids have low self-esteem a lot of oh, times I absolutely because of their poverty. But, you know, that's what was one of the greatest things about uniforms, though, because uniforms, you can't see the difference too much in poverty or whatever, because everybody's wearing the same thing. Yes. So uniforms make a difference in schools. I mean, I've come across homeless kids attending private school because they can get money through programs to attend those schools and they have uniforms. So one of the prettiest little girls in the school uh, that I met, her family was living out their car, you know, but she was one of the cleanest, prettiest little girls at school. You didn't know. Her mother used to come in the morning and, 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 and bathe her at school or whatever, wash her up in the bathroom or whatever. And she would look like the other kids, you know? So it's so important 
and and that's a growing story. Homelessness in the schools. There's so many homeless kids in school. That's right. another reason why we do our back to school. And our first hundred backpacks actually go to First Amy Church foster care program because they collect about four hundred backpacks a year, you know, for uh, foster care kids. And so my mother was a foster kid at one time, and so in in her honor, we always bless First Amy Church with our first hundred backpacks. Wow. Yes. So your mother was a foster yeah, child at one time. Yes. Let's talk about your mother. Yes. Yes. Who was a founding president yes. of Mothers in Action. Right. Right. My mother is Brenda Marsh Mitchell and she is my inspiration. She is the reason why I'm involved in community service. Her along with Danny Bakewell, because my mother started working at the Brotherhood Crusade probably as soon as I learned how to walk. And so really she was like, you walking, it's time to do your community service. So it wasn't just her telling us. It wasn't just her showing us. But we actually lived it. Me and my sisters actually lived uh, being a part of taking care of our community. With that type of background and that type of understanding, it's very clear why you've been driven till this day. Yes. To do yes. what you do. Yes, yes. But your education and your background is yeah. in finance. Right. So right. it's like you yes. have that foundation right, right, of right, service. Right. 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 And then you go into this field of work, which right. is finance. Right. And I know one thing about, you know, certain spaces. Right. And the finance field. Right. Isn't exactly. Right. A community organizing space. Right. But you already had the foundation. Right. So I'm very I, I curious to know. Yes. How you fared one in that space. Yes. With people who probably weren't community organizers. Right. And then also how you took that education that you got there and took it right back to the community. Right, right. Well, as I said, I was raised into that culture. You know, I was raised into that culture. And my mother's daily prayer was, Lord, let me be a blessing to someone today and every day. That's what drove her out of bed every day, is making a difference in her community and be able to touch somebody. She went through a lot as a foster kid. Uh, she really was on her own from the time she was 13. But I believe that the Lord lets you go through things so that you can serve with a purpose. And so she could really see the needs of people and she could empower the community and she could empower people. And that's one thing about her. She, uh, you felt like you could do anything in her presence because she didn't accept no for an answer, mm. you know? And so I don't get no for an answer, you know? And so she had us driving 18-wheeler trucks <laughs> with back-to-school supplies loaded. You know, uh, Avery Products used to donate a whole uh, a truck full of supplies. And then it came to a point where we had to go pick it up from them. So, you know, uh, my mother didn't believe there was anything that you couldn't do. Mm -hmm. You know, if you didn't succeed the first time, keep trying. But you had to get it done. I love that. So she made you believe in yourself. So with your belief in... Not only yourself, because yeah. it's very clear yeah. the impact that she has on you. Yeah. I wish we had some tissues right now because you because <laughs> that the impact that she has on you is very yeah. clear. Yes. And I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. But it also shows the inspiration that, you know, you go you go into finance, but it's yes. like, nah, my heart yeah. is in the community. Right. right. So we're gonna figure out how to get this money. To right, the community. Right, right. And not just get this money for me. Right. Because I'm sure that's what, cause right. I, just from my experience in, in right. certain spaces, especially in finance and business, 
you know, a lot of people want to fill their own pockets right, right, or right. fill the pockets of their people, but they right. ain't our people. Right. 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 But, you said, let's get this money and take right, it to our community. Right. Right. But what it was, was like I said, I was raised in it and I was fortunate enough to actually do both in the same space because uh, actually I've always been in uh, finance and accounting or whatever, but it helped me. I was able to work with my mom for over 25 years in the trenches, Hmm. in the trenches as doing the accounting and the business side of things. So I always handled the paperwork and all that kind of stuff when she was alive. And so I I always work with Mothers in Action as a volunteer or Brotherhood Crusade as a volunteer. So I got that community service part in me. And then while I was doing accounting at the same time, because I was fortunate enough to do it in the same space, first at Brotherhood Crusade and then with Mothers in Action. And then I was the controller for the Sentinel, but I could still do community service as well. So I was always fortunate enough to do both. Ah, you so know? you never had to like so, so leave while, and come back. No, I never had to leave and come back. I was always in it. And then so the accounting piece is like is good because it taught you how to grants, manage grants and all of that. And um, so now when my mother was alive, but she was like 100 people. So when she passed in 2014, I was like, I got to choose because I got to do one or the other. I mean, I still do accounting, all that stuff, even still. But I'm saying I went full time into doing Mothers in Action, being the president of Mothers in Action. Right. Because while she was 100 people, I'm only like 20. <laughs> I'm only like 25 myself. So, you know. 25 is still a lot. Yeah, That's yeah, a lot yeah, of hats. Yeah. So, and Mothers in Action, we do a lot of work. But, but oh, in I know. I get the emails. <laughs> my mom, Brenda Marsh Mitchell, which the corner of Crenshaw and Coliseum is named after her for her work with Taste of Soul because she was the founding president of Taste of Soul for the first eight years. Oh, wow. And so, uh, and Danny Bakewell was the creator. And they're a dynamic duo. So I was really inspired by their relationship and their drive for community and their drive to make their own seat at the table. Because we all learn that you don't always have a seat at the table. You you won't always be invited. So you bring the seat when it's necessary. I love that. Yes. And I'm just curious to know, because one thing about parents, right? Yes. Is they want to see not only their children thrive. Yes. They want to see you build more than what they have. Right. right. So I'm curious to know, right. how do you feel that you have expanded upon and built upon her legacy? Because right. you have expanded the organization right. and the work right. that you do. Right, right, right. Well, um, I mean, we do more mentoring and we've expanded. Uh, actually, we were fortunate enough to receive funding from um, Council District 8. And we use that funding to help expanding our mentoring program to not only young ladies, but also young men. Um, You're speaking up about our CDA community-based organization yes. grants. Yes, yes. And then we also uh, like homeless outreach. While that problem is so overwhelming, um, back in the day, we used to do Friends Serving Friends where we fed uh, the homeless downtown or on the same street as the Fred Jordan mission on town Avenue between fourth and fifth. But because over the years it got so expensive to do so, but we used to have fish fries. We used to have health fairs. We used to have party in the street with the homeless actually. And we could bring, and we used to bring resources there, uh, hygiene kits, clothing, uh, health, uh, uh, medical health trucks, so they could do the health screens. They could get eyeglasses. They could get AIDS testing. 
you know? And so since we don't, I mean, but now that you have to pay the city fees for their services like street closure and, you know, the police and all those things. So now we started our homeless outreach with other people that are doing their homeless outreach. So while we, I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. So if somebody's already doing it, so uh, there's a young lady we help support that every month she gives a hundred hygiene bags to the homeless. So we help chime in on that. We may provide food for her giveaway, or we may give her recycled bags, or we may give her PPE supplies. Mm -hmm. And so I learned how to, I don't have to do everything. Partnerships. You know, partnerships. Community partnership is everything. You can't do anything without partnerships. I mean, it's because those partnerships bring money, they bring resources, and they bring services, and they expand services for the community. And so that's what I've really learned to do since my mother, um, you know, since I took over the realm of Mothers in Action is um, learning to build on those partnerships to make a bigger impact on the community. I love that. So it's not that you're not doing as much work because yes. you said your mother had 100 hats. Yes, yes. You just learned you only a need different two. Way of you doing. just, you just, learned, you just yes. learned I only need 25 hats. Right. Everybody else can take the other 75 hats. <laughs> right, 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 right. I love right, that. Right. We we do a lot. And actually, we only have a staff of, I have uh, my assistant and myself who are full-time, and we have a part-time driver. That's it. Mm. So all the things we do, most of what we do, we serve thousands of people, you know, usually through our community service events. So we have our back to school, and then we have our annual Thanksgiving event, which is, a, we're like Meals on Wheels that day. And we deliver over a thousand meals to uh, uh, the the seniors um, and the sick and shut in. And sometimes we do some homeless people. Even we even deliver to some cars in some cases if they could give us a location of the car. And all this done through volunteers. I mean, we plan the events, but when we're on the ground, we depend on volunteers for those services. Wow! So you're able to yes. mobilize other community members, right, right? You know, and that's something else that you said that inspired you. You said that your mom and Danny Bakewell inspired mm. you by showing you that, you know, you create your own seat at the table. Yes. And I love that because right. it's also saying, you know, we take care of our own. Yeah. We take care of we ourselves. Have to. We, we're not a, you know, I think sometimes we talk about our communities, especially low income communities, black communities yes. as being in a deficit. But it right. sounds like you're saying that we're asset rich when we come right. together. Yeah, we, we build for ourselves. We are. we are. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. I mean, you know, we go to others, of course, to help with donations, monetary donations. People donation. Well, y'all got the money. All Bring type of resource. <laughs> right, right, right. We do that. But it is incumbent, incumbent upon ourselves to take care of ourselves. You know, that was, I learned that from Brotherhood. You say self-help. That was their motto. And that's still one of their mottos, self-help. You can't expect anybody else to come help you if you're not helping you. You know, people are inspired by what you do for yourself. Even God, I believe, you have to make the investment also. He'll help you. But he expects you to do your part, too. It's like the old church saying, the Lord helps those who help, help themselves. To help themselves. That's it. That's it. So it's my faith in God um, and what I've learned through my mom and, and, and even some of our other board members. Because right now, I will say that King Hospital is standing today because of some of our board members like Mary Henry, like Lillian Mobley, who was our board chair. She helped provide resources for the senior citizens, Miss um, Mobley did, you know. 
And and they got up and go to those meetings in the morning. They got up to go to those protests to make sure that King came back here. You know, while they might have been gone before it came back, they they made sure, you know, the wheels were being set in motion. Right. You know, and then we had uh, Johnny Tillman was one of our founding board members. She was uh, the president of ANC Mothers, and she used to fight for welfare rights. I mean, this woman was so bad, she shut down a Vegas casino one time because they shut all the people off of welfare. She shut that casino down, and you know they were back on that welfare that day, <laughs> right? So we have some heavy hitters. While somebody might just look at these as mothers, these weren't any ordinary mothers. First of all, they were powered by God, right? And then they were powered by the love of the community. And so these are the shoulders in which I stand. You know, we had um, Gwen Green, may she rest in peace, she died a couple of years ago. But she worked with Martin Luther King, you know, and A. Philip Randolph, you know. So these were some heavy hitters, you know. But uh, they didn't believe they believed our community deserved the best and they did everything that they could do to make sure they got the best. See, that's powerful to hear because yes. it's, 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 it's our, not just our community, but the mothers in our community right. that have so long been the advocates for our people. Yes. That's why we have most of the things that we have in our community. Right. Right. It's because the mothers of our community, right. Right. our ancestors, our ancestors, our ancestors have fought for us. Yes. And it's, and it's, you know, for a long time, you know, I feel like they haven't gotten the recognition that yeah. they really deserve. Yeah. I think we say it yeah. generically. Right. Oh, mothers, mothers, right. mothers. Right. But no, we have some hardcore we heavy do. hitters we in do. our history. We do. Not only that, black women. I just think that black women, the world is on black women's shoulders. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't. The world depends on us. Mm. You know, we've always had to be strong. We didn't have a choice in the matter. We had to be strong, so we do that. You know, like um, Johnny Tillman, she may have been on welfare, but she fought for her family. She had a big family, and she made sure that she could provide for them as much as possible. You know, uh, we used to have this brother used to have this program called Taking Our Community Back. And so and they went in the, in the projects and helped mothers, you know, make that check stretch you know by you wash clothes out by hand or you know bringing resources to them you know when life gives you lemons you make lemonade and these women certainly helped the community make their lemonade let me ask you how do you feel when you see the impact of your work and the impact of your organization's work when you see the community when you see that family get service when you see yeah. that young boy or young girl get yeah. mentorship when you see, cause I saw you also partner with organizations to do job placement. When you right. see someone come back and right. say, Hey, I got this job and I right. can now feed my family. Right. When you right. see, I can now feed myself. Right. right. How does that impact you? Well, really it just inspires me to want to do more and to help more people. I'm really humble. You know, I like to see that, but I give God the credit for what we're able to do. Because I believe he not only gives you something to do, when he gives you something to do, he will give you what you need to do it. So sometimes we may plan events or something like that, and maybe it doesn't seem like it's going right or whatever. And I just pray about it. Because I remember my mother always said, well, did you pray about it? You know what I'm saying? So when you start with prayer, the rest is history. 
The Lord will give you what you need when you need it. And we're still reaping the benefits of these ladies. You know, sometimes people call me and they say, look, Tracy, we're going to give you $3,000. This organization closing down. They want to give money to somebody to help seniors. We told them about your Thanksgiving thing. So they're going to give you that $3,000. If I tell you about the unsolicited favor that we've been able to get because of the work of these women, Mm. it's amazing. I believe it. I was actually at an event earlier this morning and- a lot of these names that you mentioned, I've heard them shouted out earlier today. So these names, and some of them yeah. I've heard, like yeah. Lillian, Mo- Lillian Mobley, I've heard yeah. her name yeah. over the years. Yeah. And some of these women have been gone for, like my mom, it's already almost been 10 years. I've, heard her, I've heard her name. her name is still on the voice, I mean, still on the tongue of a lot of people. I've heard know? her name for years as well. So that just speaks to the impact that they had on the community. Yes. They're legends. They are legends. And I would say saviors of the community. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. know, and the reason why I say that is because I think sometimes, you know, we honor people outside of our communities. Yes. Or we're looking for people outside right. of our communities. And we have a lot of people right here. And there general. are people right here, right here. Right here. Who have been doing the work. Right. right. And whose shoulders we stand no, on as right. we do this work. Right. In fact, the Los Angeles Sentinel just hosted their second annual women's event. Um, and they usually do it during Women's History Month. They did it in April this year, but they honor them as legends. So they are legends of the past. So they're honored each year so we can remember. And then they uh, honored actually the lady that runs King Hospital this year, you know, but, and she knows the reason why she could have that job is because of Lillian Mobley and Mary Henry. So it, it's amazing. And, and people don't just understand, though, also, to me, they were community grandmothers and grandmothers and all of that. And people don't really, my son is six and my nephew is eight and they love serving the community. I mean, they're not six and eight, but they were six and eight when my mother passed. But she poured so much love and so much sense of community in them. They love it. My son told me that I have to stay in this job till he's old enough to take over. <laughs> so I have to wait till he's gone to college and all of that, you know, so he can help do what he needs to do. But in the meanwhile, you know, they serve with us even now, you know, so it's important to have kids give back. And in fact, in our mentoring group, I require them to do um, community service because I believe that we're different people when we serve other people. And we see needs and we can make a difference in our community, you know, so that's very important. And that gives people self-worth, you know, especially our children, you know. So like when we do it, when I, this spring, uh, our mentees, I had them going reading to daycare kids, reading to other kids. You know, there's a lot you could do helping their teachers, doing what they could do could make a difference in their homes, in their schools and in their community, you know. And seeing other young people who look like them. Yes. Doing yes. it. Right. Absolutely. Right? Not Absolutely. seeing. Because I remember when I was in high school and middle school, you would see, you know, they bring these kids from some college, from right. some place. Right. The kids didn't look like us. Right. Right. You know, and it's like, we're coming to read to the little Negro right. kids in the right. hood, right. you know, right. and they pity us. And, yeah. you know, look at those yeah. poor little yeah. kids yeah. over there. No, so, and it's, it's a different right. energy when it's it the is. kids from your community from up the street right. who look like you, right. <laughs> you know, right. 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 and it was, it's, it's a different type of energy because it's like it family. Right. It it's, it's almost is. like your family coming to spend time right. with you. Right. Right. And we do this big read across America every year, too, which we started because um, Danny Bakewell has a school named after him. He's one of the few living people that have a a school named after him. And so he had never been to the school. And um, Marie Lamont, she uh, orchestrated that, but he was out of town. 
So I was like, I got to get you to the school. So I said, okay, I got it. Read across America. We'll do that. And, and so we did that. And so we go over to the Bakewell School every year. We go to Marcus Garvey. And we started going to uh, daycare schools and all that. Where we take people and elected officials and stuff and, and VIPs from the community and community leaders to read to our kids, you know. And so we were able to promote literacy, you know. And through that grant with Council District 8, we were able to put, give a book this year to every kid. So we started, we read to over 400 kids and every kid got a book. Nice. You know, in a, in a little backpack, a, a sack pack or whatever to hold that book in, you know, so we were able to help inspire a love of reading, you know, to those kids. I am so happy that we were able to contribute to that. Yes. That thank, is beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Listen, I am very happy for the work that you guys are doing. Thank you. And I'm, I'm actually so inspired right. that you're doing this work, but yes. I'm inspired by your inspiration like yes. i'm watching because they, they they can't see you the listeners right. can't see you right right she has been tearing up <laughs> as she talks about the women that have inspired her so because she's actually passionate I'm, right. I'm talking to the listeners now <laughs> she is so passionate and it's sincere she's not playing when i say i get look i'm gonna t- i'm gonna put the link in the show notes and tell y'all how to get on this email list because you think i'm playing you if you need resources yeah. she got them yeah. And not just your organization. She right. said, look, any anything going on in LA, yeah. <laughs> you need a resource. <laughs> you get on this list, she gonna make sure you know. And if you don't need them, you can pass it to people who do. Right. Right. Um, because she's so listen, she don't play, <laughs> she about it, and I and I respect it. And when you Thank talk you. about the people that inspire you, yes, it's clear because we see their names as well. If right. you're if you're active in South LA, right. you know these names. You know right. Danny Bakewell, right. Right? right? You know the name of Brotherhood Crusade. Yeah. You know the names that she's mentioned because I hear them. Right. And I think that, you know, you're a very special person. Thank you. I think you are definitely living up to your mother's legacy. Thank you. And you should be very proud of yourself Thank and your you. organization and your team. Thank you. And the people that have worked with you, your partners over the years. Because you are doing it. Thank you. And not only are you doing it for, you know, your organization, you're doing right. it for the organizations that you're working with and the, right. you know, the people who, the sick, the shut-in, right. the youth, the right. seniors, right. the homeless, right. the, just anybody who needs these resources. Right. That's another thing that we've been able to do. Um, like during, when COVID first started, how the seniors weren't able to get toilet paper and weren't able to get paper towels, we got... Um, toilet paper and paper towels for them. We got them word search books. We got them um, cleaning supplies and stuff. And we delivered to their homes. And we delivered food boxes to their homes weekly, you know, because we knew the need that was there. And so you have to help those vulnerable populations. Sometimes like Thanksgiving, some of those seniors, we're the only face they see on Thanksgiving day. So every Thanksgiving, they know they can depend on Mother's in action to bring them a meal. And they're in the South Central Los Angeles area or surrounding community. I want to give them, a, I'll give these listeners a couple of facts. Cause okay. you, they, they gave, uh, you guys gave me not only a fact sheet, you gave right. me an annual report. You wanted to make right. sure I knew right. the work that y'all be doing, <laughs> right. which is funny. Cause I, that's the first thing I do when I look at people's annual reports to see what, let me see okay. what these organizations be doing. <laughs> All right, right. Uh, let, me, let me let y'all know. See mothers in action conducted their 24th annual back to school drive uh, through a festival. And they provided over 1000 youth with fully loaded backpacks, a thousand youth that's not a little bit yeah 
COVID-19 health and vaccine information, PPE supplies, yeah. groceries. Because yeah. during the pandemic, that was another thing that was tough. The grocery was, prices wasn't was. playing. And so we were, we were, we distributed a lot of food during that time too. We would distribute at least 500 boxes of food to families every week during COVID. And then you gave not only those thousand, another right. 1,800 students at schools, right, right. daycares, right. homeless youth programs, yeah. and mentoring groups. Yes. You provided food for over 10,000 uh, food insecure families, as well as baby diapers and menstrual products to families. Over 2,500 homeless individuals got uh, hygiene and PPE supplies, food, snacks, and valuable resources and information to support them right. during the pandemic. Right. I mean, this is just, I can't even go through this whole report. Yeah. Y'all done did so much stuff. And we help over 15,000 people get vaccinations at the Bowen Hills Mall. Yes. COVID, along with FEMA and Listen, the LA Urban League. Because y'all don't play. Y'all out here. Well, because we believe our community deserves, <laughs> we want to make sure our community had access right here in our community. To those vaccinations. And it was local. It's right. right up, you know, right up the street, right here. We're at Morris Media Studios. So it's right. right up the street from where we're at. Right. Um, listen, you guys make sure things are accessible. That's the right. other thing that's right. really important. Accessibility. It's right. accessible. These right. aren't it's not hard to go find y'all. No, no. It's not hard to, no. to figure out where y'all gonna be at. You right. said we have volunteers <laughs> going to people's car. Look, yeah. we got we got Thanksgiving <laughs> meals. That's it. Because you're serious. <laughs> right. You, right. you want to make sure this stuff is accessible. <laughs> right. That's that's because when you say mothers in action, because you bought yes. that action. <laughs> right. <laughs> listen, I admire that. I respect it. That is powerful. Everything that you're saying, I just want you to know your community is grateful. Thank you. And we're thankful. And I, you know, we support, we're behind you as well. So you you. behind us and we behind you. All right. You know that, right? Okay. Thank you. So any programs you want to make sure that we know about anything coming up? Yes, yes. That you want us involved in? Yeah. So August 12th, we have our 25th annual Back to School Festival that will be taking place in Exposition Park, which uh, we've been there for 25 years now actually doing that. But we'll be providing fully loaded backpacks to the family, uh, health and resource information, uh, hopefully food uh, again this year. I mean, we even, like in years past, uh, the Sheriff's Department, I mean, CHP donated helmets, bicycle helmets, um, just a plethora of information. Fresh fruit is usually given out that day. Um, uh, Mother's Nutrition helps us with that. Uh, uh, The Brotherhood Crusade partners with us on that event. That's another one of those events that kind of started with Brotherhood Crusade and Mothers in Action kind of took over that event. And our Thanksgiving event, every Thanksgiving, uh, we'll be feeding our senior citizens and the sick and shut in. We're about to get back in gear for our annual community cleanup that we normally have in March of every year. And we do it around the Los Angeles Sentinel uh, newspaper so that our community has safe ways to recycle, uh, uh, you know, harmful uh, chemicals from their house, uh, free paper shredding so that they have a way to properly disclose of their confidential information and sensitive documents. Uh, and we partner with the city of Los Angeles for that. And um, and Neighborhood Council helps uh, pay for the paper shredding and stuff. And, um, and our mentoring program is ongoing. Uh, we have a college, starving college student 
program, which we provide internships in the summer times and sometimes on their breaks and stuff. And we keep in contact with those uh, college students. And throughout the year, we provide uh, uh, gift cards because, you know, being a college student, you have some hungry days. Mm-hmm. And so and they tell us, hey, those gift cards come in handy. And when, another thing that we really don't realize is a lot of college students are homeless sometimes. They, they may find money to go to school, but when school is out, they don't have nowhere to go. Yes. So, you know, so we're sensitive to all of those things and we do what we can to soften the blow for them as well throughout the year. I love that. So if people want to support, yes. if people want to stay up to date, how do they do that? Right, right. So if you want information, we, we're on Facebook, uh, Mothers in Action as Mothers in Action. We're on Twitter as Mothers in Action. We also have an Instagram. You could email us at Mothers in action inc at aol.com or you could call us at 323-290-0456 is mothers in action's number all of this information okay. will be in the show notes yeah. yes. that way you can click the links right get the uh, phone number and right. the email right please get on this email list and right. if you have an organization right. or you have a daycare or a school right. get on the email list right. so you can share this information right. with the families right. that you work with right. and the students that you work with right. if you're a college student get right. on this list i'm telling you i'm on the list and right. i share this information all right. the time right. it was important for me to get on the list because i love to share resources right. i post right. this stuff on my own instagram right. um because I think it's really important that our community knows what's accessible for them. Yeah. Cause and I it's know it's so important to share because like you said, you may not even the information, but somebody else does. I mean, college scholarships, yes. um, working opportunities for the youth, as well as the parents, food information, food distribution information. Uh, we've been distributing menstrual products and diapers and, um, just so many things. And, and it depends on what people donate. So sometimes I can't even tell you what we're going to get to donate. But if you're on that email list, you'll know what we have in case you need it or you have families that need what we have to give. Exactly. So make sure you sign up. Check those show notes so you can get the information. Again, thank you, Tracy, for joining us. Thank you. For being our South LA highlight. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad we highlighted you yes, because sir. you are thank amazing. You. And she has the most beautiful <laughs> infectious smile you can't help but smile when, you, when yeah, she smiles yeah, at you i promise yeah, yeah. and like us on facebook and like us on twitter oh make sure you do that yes. you gotta do that mothers in action mothers in action because they about that action <laughs> thank you again thank you thank you for having me Thank you for listening to MHD Off The Record. And special thank you to Felicia the Poetess Morris of Morris Media Studios in Lamert Park. For more information, please visit MHDCD8.com and follow at MHDCD8 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to rate us five stars, subscribe, and share with a friend.